Now, if a person were to walk up to you and say, I'm a Christian, would that be a negative response or would you have a uh, positive response? I would have a negative response. What would be some of the words that you would describe them as? Potentially pushy, overreaching, and hypocritical. Welcome to Connections with Rich and Bobby. Hi, I'm Rich, Rich Homeris. And I'm Bobby, Bobby Hamlin. Now, that reaction from that person on the street describing Christians is a common reaction of many non-believers. With us today to talk about the church and this perceived disconnect that Christ followers have in today's society are Hollywood executives Phil Cook, president of Cook Media Group, and Jonathan Bach, the founder and the head of Grace Hill Media. They've co-authored a book addressing this concern entitled, The Way Back, How Christians Blew Our Credibility and How We Get It Back. What brought you both together? You're marketing guys, and this seems like a theological book. What brought you together to uh, to write a book like this? Well, because we're Christians, we and, and we've been friends for a long time, we spend a lot of time, trust me, around a fire pit talking about why Christianity is losing its influence in the culture. I mean, everybody listening to this right now recognizes that... Uh, for a very long time, we've been marginalized. You know, John says that there was a time when um, Christians used to be ignored. Now we're openly ridiculed. Think about it. In my lifetime, prayer in schools, of course we had prayer in schools, particularly during exams, right? That was perfectly normal. Um, you know, marriage was between a man and a woman. Abortion, that wouldn't even be considered. Now all those things and many more things have been completely turned on their heads. So it's, it's remarkable how much the culture has changed just in my lifetime. And we wondered... Is it us? Is it them? What's really what went into making this disconnect happen? And that's when we started working on the book. Yeah. And for guys who are marketing guys uh, who tend to look at the world through the lens of marketing, the, the big flashing red light for us was who the Bible calls us to be and then how others perceive us. Right. So, you know, for us, it's as Christians, we're supposed to be known by the fruits of the spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, you know the list, right? That's what we're supposed to be known for. But if you ask non-Christians what their perceptions of Christians are, you hear words like judgmental, negative, harsh, power-hungry, insensitive, reactionary. Phony. Phony. That's a huge disconnect, right? Between this is our brand, this is who we say we are, right? And and then how other people are perceiving us. And so that's really what got us started. And so we started kicking around the idea of Christians have a PR problem. We have a PR problem. We need to, this, you know, it's a messaging problem because people aren't getting just how great we are. What can we do about that? That's where the conversation started for us. Yeah. Now, you know, the cover, it has a hand with uh, sand sifting through the hand. Was that part of the message? Well, we're losing ground. There's no question about it. We are losing ground fast. And if we don't make uh, some serious changes, uh, you know, the funny thing is, as John talked, I was thinking that the first thing we did was went to some of the largest research companies in the country, Barna Research and Gallup and Lifeway. And we went to these guys in Pew Research and we said, how are Christians living our lives? And we really looked closely at 
Christians who actually show up. You know, John markets movies, and he, everybody likes movies, but he's not interested in those guys. He's interested in the people that actually show up to see movies. We were the same way. What, how are the people that show up at church on a typical Sunday, how are they living their lives? Once we started seeing that data, we realized this is much more than a marketing problem. This is a real, real challenge that we need to deal with. Yeah, so what we did was we went to those researchers and we, we wanted to look at four key areas. Like what defines a Christian, right? Put it in another term. If you said, if you own a gym membership, does that make you in shape? No. Uh, not necessarily. Good analogy, right? yeah. So there's lots of people who say, well, I'm a Christian, you know, but how, how do you actually statistically measure that? So we looked at four key areas uh, with these researchers. Prayer church attendance, Bible reading, and tithing. Mm -hmm. And what we found was, well, it was shocking. Horrifying, isn't Horrifying. it? Yeah, it really you is. want to give them yeah. some examples? Yeah, prayer. We, we started with prayer. And, we, and by the way, these were baseline things. These weren't hard things like mission trips or fasting. We thought, let's just look at the simple things that would say you're a Christian. Prayer, we discovered that 63% of church-going Christians believe prayer is essential. And we thought, oh, that's pretty good. Until it hit us that that means 37% of church-going Christians don't believe prayer is essential. More than a third of people in the pews today don't believe prayer is essential. And when you start looking at that, suddenly you start really, okay, something's wrong. Something's wrong. And then we study church attendance. Yeah. So what's a regular, right? Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, like the coffee shop that you go to, uh, you know, if you're showing up four or five mornings a week and they know you by your name, like that's what would be defined as a regular. So what's a regular in church, right? Do you know what? Uh, pastors are now using as the rule of thumb for a regular in their church? I'm afraid to ask. Yeah. Three out of every eight Sundays makes you a regular wow. in That's church not even now. 50%. That's no. 19 times a year. Yeah. 19 wow. times a year uh, showed up. And as a matter of fact, the Hartford Institute of Religion found that only 20% of American Christians are in church weekly. So that means 80% of American Christians are not. In fact, a lot of Christians don't even believe that it's necessary. Yeah, they, don't, they haven't thought that through as much as the Bible talks about fellowshipping and joining together. And then we looked at Bible reading. We discovered that only 19% of church-going Christians read the Bible every day. We found out that 25% of church-going Christians read the Bible a few times a week. But the big number that blew us away was that 40%, nearly half of church-going Christians read the Bible rarely or never. Think about that. Half the Christians in America read the Bible rarely or never. 40% of church going yeah, that's, that's Let's be very to be clear Christian. about yes. that. Okay. Yeah. That's people who are actually showing up to church. You know, okay. They're not reading the Bible. And then the last stat that we looked at was tithing. And as you can anticipate, it was a terrible yes. number. Only 10% of church going Christians tithe 10%. How about just donating at all? Well, it wasn't even tithing, really. We yeah. looked at just giving, and we found out that less than 10% of people even give 10% of their income, which means think of all the medical outreaches, the evangelism outreaches, the kids outreaches, the things that aren't being funded because we're, not, we're so stingy with our money. We're not, being, we're not really giving toward the cause of God. A sobering look at ourselves and how our actions as Christians speak louder than our words. We'll return to our talk with Phil Cook and Jonathan Bach in just a moment. Now, if you're enjoying this feature, we'd love to hear about it. 
You can contact us by email at connect to rich and bobby at gmail.com. That's connect the number two, rich and bobby, bobby with an I, at gmail.com. Then, if you have a smart speaker, you can also listen to us there by simply saying, Alexa, Siri, or Hey Google, play the podcast Connections with Rich and Bobby. Also, you can listen to our podcast on Pandora. So let's return to our talk with Phil Cook and Jonathan Bach as they highlight some of the concepts and concerns they cover in their book, The Way Back. The Center for Bible Engagement did a study that indicated that you read the Bible four or more times a week, you have visible behavioral changes in your life. Your chances of being overweight go down, chances of being an alcoholic go down, your chances of of violence go down. I mean, physical changes when you read the Bible four or more times a week. So you start to realize when we're not engaging the Bible hardly at all, of course we're losing our impact in the culture because we're not doing what God's called us to do. Suddenly things got real clear for us. Yeah, and then you start to see these these harsh numbers, right? That a third of Christians aren't, don't think prayer is essential. We're not showing up to church. We're not reading our Bible. We're not giving our money to churches. And you discover that all of those things that non-Christians say about us, that terrible list, oh my gosh, it's all true. Yeah. Yeah. It's all true. And that what you discover out of that is, is that the greatest threat facing American Christianity right now it's American Christians, right? We're just, we're not behaving as we should be. We're not doing what we should do. So for Phil and I, this was like a revelation because what we realized is we don't have a PR problem. We have a Salesforce problem. We simply don't have people who believe in our product. It's like if we went to a meeting at Coca-Cola and everyone around the table is drinking Pepsi. What would you think of Coca-Cola? Yeah. And that's what non-Christians looking at us, not going to church, not reading the Bible, not giving our money, not, you know, not doing any of these things at all. We're the hypocrites that they claim that we are. Yeah. Yeah. And it's worth saying that, let me just say that many people listening to this show up at church every day. They read their Bible every day. They pray, they give. But the fact is when so many Christians are dropping the ball, we're all painted with the same brush. You know, a few years ago, there was a major league baseball scandal with steroids and it was only a handful of guys that took steroids, but it made, it was a black mark against all of major league baseball. So when so many Christians are not taking their faith seriously, you start to begin to see why the culture looks at us and thinks they're just a bunch of liars. They're hypocrites. They're phony. They don't take it seriously. They look at us like the fat guy in the gym who's lecturing other people about good health. They just stop listening. Yeah. You know, I uh, went to a church and uh, waited in line to uh, shake hands with the pastor and mentioned to him, uh, you know, I'm a regular attendee. And he looked at me and says, I've never seen you. And I said, well, I attend through the Internet. And so let me ask you, has the Internet uh, had an effect on how oh, yeah. people attend church and uh, how people are worshiping? There's no question that it has, and you can argue all day long, and my, you know, I believe that showing up, it should be our priority. We need to show up, we need to meet together, we need to fellowship together. However, I want the gospel to be available anytime, anywhere to anybody. And so we travel a lot, my wife and I, and uh, wherever we are, if we're there on a Sunday, she'll pop open the laptop and we'll watch our church's live stream. And um, I've just discovered that we have 
churches that we've worked with that literally have hundreds of thousands of people watching on their live stream. I, I met a pastor in Oklahoma City just last week that has 700 people in his congregation. He has 10,000 that watch him on his live stream every week. So in statistically, almost half of those are typically international. So a church, a ministry can grow amazingly and certainly have an international impact by doing live streaming. I've had churches as well who wouldn't do live stream because they were afraid nobody would show up. But my feeling is if watching the sermon on a live stream is the only reason people come, then, then the church has bigger problems than that. I still want to have a church that's so vibrant in other areas that people, when they're in town, want to be there. Mm-hmm. So I think it's, it's, it goes both ways, but I would vote toward live streaming instead of pulling it. Yeah, I, I think of online church and how churches should look at online church is a little bit like FaceTime. It's great, right? You yeah. FaceTime with your kids. That's awesome. That does not replace being actually present with your kids. It's great when you're away for a bit or you can't get there, but you know, you need the actual real FaceTime. Phil Cook and Jonathan Bach have been our guests. Phil is the president of Cook Media Group and Jonathan is the founder and head of Grace Hill Media. We've been talking about their book, that they've co-authored entitled The Way Back, How Christians Blew Our Credibility and How We Get It Back. It's published by Worthy Publishing and available online or at most book outlets. It's also available in an audio version. Or go to philcook.com to find out more. That's philcook, spelled with an E at the end, dot com. If you've enjoyed this program, we'd love to connect with you. If you'd like to share your comments, you may email us at connect to Rich and Bobby at gmail.com. That's connect the number two, Rich and Bobby, spelled B O B B I, at gmail.com. Then, if you have a smart speaker, you can also listen to us there by simply saying, Alexa, Siri, or Hey Google, play the podcast Connections with Rich and Bobby. Also, you can listen to our podcast on Pandora. And finally, you can connect with us also on social media on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. So do take a moment to let us know about you, even if it's just where you're listening from. And if you have another moment, we'd love to hear your feedback about our podcasts. This is Connections, connecting with one another as Romans 1 verse 12 says, that we may be mutually encouraged by each other's faith, both yours and mine. So thank you for listening, and remember, tell others and spread the word, God's word. And don't forget to join us next time on Connections with Rich and Bobby.